What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 848. In this episode, I'll discuss the treatment of norepinephrine extravasation. I have all the evidence supporting today's episode linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 848. Central line access is often preferred for vasopressor administration due to the risk of extravasation. Extravasation of a vasopressor, such as norepinephrine, can cause tissue necrosis and ultimately the loss of a limb due to local vasoconstriction. The terms extravasation and infiltration are often interchange. Both terms refer to the accidental extravenous administration of medication. The term infiltration is meant for when the medication in the extravenous space is not expected to cause tissue damage. The term extravasation is meant for when the medication in the extravenous space is a known vesicant and may cause tissue damage. So what should you do if a nurse notifies you that a norepinephrine infusion has extravasated? First, have the nurse stop the infusion, but... Do not remove the IV catheter just yet. The catheter should be aspirated in order to attempt to remove some of the remaining norepinephrine. Second, if your institution has an IV team of nurses specially trained for dealing with IV therapy complications, have them paged or called. Resist the urge to apply a cold compress. Cold is often used during extravasation to vasoconstrict and stop the spread of the vesicant. However, in the event of norepinephrine or another vasopressor extravasation, the combined vasoconstriction from the drug and cold compress may worsen the tissue damage. Once the nurse has started to implement these non-pharmacologic interventions, the pharmacist should immediately obtain fentolamine and bring it to the bedside. Fentolamine blocks alpha-adrenergic receptors to directly antagonize the effects of norepinephrine. There was a brief period recently where fentolamine was unavailable. I discussed alternatives to fentolamine back in episode 6. Depending on the size of extravasation, bring 5 to 10 milligrams of fentolamine to the bedside. This will need to be reconstituted and further diluted to half a milligram per ml in normal saline. Treatment of the extravasation will involve the nurse administering the fentolamine intradermally around the site of the extravasation. Most nurses will prefer that the fentolamine be divided into several syringes, each with a 25-gauge needle on them, so that the same needle will not have to be used to penetrate the skin more than once. You'll want to give the fentolamine as soon as possible, although it may be effective as long as 12 hours after the extravasation. If the patient is still having symptoms or signs of local vasoconstriction, like pain or blanching in the skin, the fentolamine dose may be repeated. There's no data on the ideal time to wait for improvement or to redose. In my experience, fentolamine resolves the extravasation symptoms in a few hours. Other non-pharmacologic treatments, such as elevating the extremity and application of warm, dry compresses, are thought to be helpful, but are without supporting data. Throughout the treatment of the extravasation, don't forget to keep an eye on the patient's blood pressure. Additional IV sites or central line placement may need to temporarily take priority if the patient's blood pressure drops due to the norepinephrine infusion being stopped. To access my free download area with 20 different resources to help you in your practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com slash free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.